0: Hello and welcome to the Developmental Edit. I'm your host Christine from Last Page Editorial and I'm here to help you write books that readers can't put down. Today's episode we're going to be talking about what is a developmental edit and why is that important for your book. Have you ever read a novel and been really frustrated by the potholes or there's too much description, pacing that lags, or main characters that you really just don't care about? Or have you ever read a nonfiction book that w- but felt like it was kind of boring or too complicated or, on the other side, too simplistic, and it just wasn't what you were expecting? Usually when I come across books like this, I will probably stop reading. They're going to sit in the corner of my house, and I'm never going to finish them. So instead of devouring that book, it gets donated. Instead of leaving a rave review, I'll complain about it to anyone with an earshot. I'm not going to leave a negative review because I don't do that personally, but other people do. And that's definitely something that happens. So a developmental edit, which is sometimes called a substantive edit. substantive edit. Obviously, I don't call it that. I call it a developmental edit because the other one's harder to say. Anyway, it looks at your book as a whole and it helps you to improve your writing to avoid those common pitfalls. In fiction, it's the developmental editor's job to look for character development, um, making sure they have really good character arcs, to look for emotional buy-ins that will really help that reader connect to your story. We're looking at plot development, we're looking at pacing, world building is really important, and of course the structure of your story. When I'm working with nonfiction, a developmental editor helps the author guide the reader into a deeper understanding of the subject, making sure that they have clarity and flow and structure that keeps the reader engaged and helps meet reader expectations. Because when you've spent months, or sometimes longer, pouring your heart into writing a book, you want all that hard work to pay off. Every writer has strengths and weaknesses, as well as biases and blind spots. So a good editor will help you by giving constructive feedback that asks questions and offers suggestions, which you can choose to change or you can ignore it. Remember, it's your book having your manuscript edited is part of the writing process and it's part of the act of creating. Choosing the right editor is important because you want to make sure that you find the right partner for your project and your personal style. As a developmental editor, I work closely with authors to strengthen their writing so that readers won't stop reading until they reach that last page. We want your readers to fall in love with the story you're telling and the ideas that you're sharing. We want them raving about your books to all their friends and followers. We want to wow them and not send them ranting into your comment section. As far as publishing goes, if you're planning to go with traditional publishing, a developmental edit is crucial for getting your foot in the door. Because They don't really do that thing anymore where they have just like this giant tower of messy manuscripts that are being taken in and nurtured to greatness by big time editors. Um, They don't really do that at this point in time. Most publishing houses reject manuscripts if they aren't already polished with a lot of the kinks, I would say most of the kinks worked out. So I can't guarantee that a traditional publisher won't ask you to make some changes even after you work with me or another editor. But the goal here is to get them interested in pursuing a contract with you because the book you've presented them is strong and marketable. And if you're self-publishing, which a lot of authors are doing now, a developmental edit will make good reviews and sales far more likely. I also can't guarantee good reviews and more sales because somebody somewhere won't like your book you're not for everyone. But the goal in this situation is to make your book like catnip for the right people, for your right people, for your readers. Now, you've probably also heard of beta reading. And there is a difference between beta reading and developmental editing. A beta read is like a first impression of your reader's reaction to your book. What did they love? What did they hate? What parts confused them? What parts did they find boring? Things like that. Beta reads are less expensive than developmental edits by far, but they're not as thorough. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of the type of feedback I would give if I was doing a beta read, because I do both. I do beta reads and developmental edits. So if I'm giving feedback as a beta reader, it would sound something like this. I really can't stand her boyfriend. Please tell me he is not endgame. I want to punch him in the face. Why didn't she say something? I hope she stands up for herself. And taking that same excerpt of the book, as a developmental editor, I would leave feedback that was more like this. I can feel the growing tension between the protagonist and her boyfriend. He seems like a real jerk. Consider adding more details about how this interaction made her feel. Is she angry, sad? Is she going to confront him about it or will she repress how she feels? Has he always been like this? The reader already has strong emotions about the boyfriend, but we need to see how she reacts to him too. How she reacts to him will give the reader clues about her character and can tie into her character arc throughout the story. So that's an example of the difference between beta reader feedback and developmental feedback. With the developmental edit, you're going to get more suggestions, more questions to get you thinking on how you can improve different sections of your manuscript. With a beta read, you're going to get emotional reactions and you're going to get feedback, but it's going to be completely up to you to figure out how to solve those problems. And as a beta reader, I'm not going to be asking as many questions. I'm not going to be ask, I'm not going to be offering suggestions. And remember, like if I make a suggestion or if any editor makes a suggestion It's totally up to you. If you really like the way it is and you feel very strongly about something, you can just leave it like it is. That's totally fine. But if there is something that you're worried about and you're like, I don't know if my characters are really very strong, I don't know if this part is lagging. I don't have any clue how to fix this one scene, a developmental editor is going to ask questions and Honestly, I kind of like asking questions more than just giving suggestions because questions kind of give that power back to you. Suggestions are also helpful just to kind of show you an example of where it could go. But mainly because this is your story, I want you to feel like you are the one creating it. And so I might ask questions, but then those answers, those solutions, those creative problem-solving like ideas, like, like the spark of inspiration, that's going to come from you. Does that make sense? So, um, why would you hire a beta reader or even a developmental editor? Okay. And it's a very good question because it does cost money. Um, so, um, you can actually use family or friends, or strangers on the internet in different groups, um, like writing groups, as beta readers. And that's a good idea. I'm not saying that's not a good idea, it is. Um, But why would you pay a beta reader or look for someone when you could just give it to your spouse or your friends or whatever and get feedback for free? Okay, here's a few reasons. And I've seen this many times. Um, your Your friends and family might all be busy and they might put off reading your book, and then you're just waiting and waiting and waiting because they're busy and you don't want to be pushy, but it's really important to you, and you kind of want to get this ball rolling and keep your momentum. Um, so that could be a problem. Sometimes it's because they don't read the same genre that you write in. So if you write thrillers or if you write uh, romance novels, and the people in your life don't really like those kind of books, They might not want to read it or they might read it, but really not understand the genre. So they can't give you very good feedback. Sometimes the people in our lives, and this is unfortunate, but very true. um, Sometimes the people in our lives are not always supportive or you might feel shy about showing your book to people close to you, especially if you're writing about darker topics or um, sometimes like steamy topics or scenes, Um, it might feel a little vulnerable and scary to give this to somebody that you know, and then they're going to like see this side of you that they weren't expecting maybe. Um, So that could be another reason. And sometimes the reader feedback you'll get from friends and family is just something like, oh, it's really great. I liked it a lot, but that doesn't really help you to improve your book at all. Um, And also this last one is unfortunate because it happens for not just somebody trying to read your manuscript but just in general in life you might get ghosted. And whether it's people that you know or strangers on the internet, you can't really control how somebody's going to show up or not show up. So um yeah, those are just things to consider. If you're getting a beta read from a professional beta reader, then there's a contract involved, there's a time frame um there is a payment, it's less expensive than a developmental edit, um, but you're guaranteed to get the feedback that you're looking for so that you can work on improving your book. Same with a developmental edit, there's gonna be a contract, there's gonna be a time frame, and you're going to have guarantees of what you're getting for what you pay. So should you hire a beta reader or should you hire a developmental editor? It kind of depends first I would say, where are you in the process? Some people want beta readers to help them self edit their book. Others, um, wait until they've polished it up and they're ready to publish it. And then they give it to beta readers so they can get reviews that they can post. Um, so you could have beta reader reads done at the beginning of working on editing your manuscript and cleaning it up, or you could get it at the end. And it's kind of, it could be a beta sandwich. I mean, really, but Beta readers are another set of eyes on your book and they're going to help you see things that you may have missed and give you clues about how your audience are going to receive your book. If you feel confident in your writing and you just want to check on how it's coming across to readers, then I would say go for a beta read. If you're looking to save money because you can't afford the developmental edit, I would say definitely still go for a beta read because that's still going to give you really good information to work with Um, so for a developmental edit if you personally like you already have concerns about your writing and you worry about your story or your characters or ideas and you have specific points that you feel like you're struggling then i would say go for a developmental edit that's going to give you more guidance on where your book needs help and how to make it better so whatever you choose both beta reading and developmental editing are here to help you make your writing stronger. So either way, it's a win-win. Um, so yeah, um, and I guess I want to give you a little bit more information about me and what I offer since this is my first episode. Um, so yes, my name is Christine Petty. I am a developmental editor and I have my own business. It's called Last Page Editorial. And I work on developmental editing for both fiction and nonfiction. I just, I really enjoy reading across lots of different genres. And so I'm going to be making podcast episodes that talk about fiction and nonfiction from a developmental editor's perspective. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. I have so many ideas for episode um, topics and things like that. Um, Yeah, like story structure and how to write a good downfall of a character, things like that. Um, Backstory, world building. Oh my gosh, there's so many ideas. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited to get this out there also. But if you're a nonfiction writer, um, how to structure your story, how to use fiction ideas to help strengthen your nonfiction um, writing. And um, yeah, it's just I think it's going to be really cool and I'm excited to share these things with you guys. Um I also want to publish some podcast episodes about the creative process itself and the writer's mindset um because it's challenging. Like even even just starting this podcast, even like getting started just putting this out there, I was like sitting on this for months thinking about like okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to say? And just kind of jumping off that cliff and saying, okay, I'm going to do it. Um, and I think that's true for any creative endeavor that you take on, really, whether it's writing a book or creating a podcast or any anything, really. But that's what we're going to be focusing on in this podcast. So I really thank you so much for listening and for being here. Um, and if you have any questions, if you are a new listener and you have questions or topics that you're interested in, in my take on, um, please connect with me and find me. And I will, I would love to start making episodes that are geared towards the things that you are concerned with, that you really want to learn more about. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you found something helpful in this episode. And if you'd like to work with me to edit your manuscript or to do a beta read or for coaching or anything like that, you can find my services on my website, which is lastpageeditorial.com. And you can also connect with me on Insta- Instagram at Last Page Editorial. And if you liked this episode, please share it with somebody that might benefit from it and leave me a review because that will be super helpful and I would really appreciate it. I'll be back very soon with another episode. And yeah, that's it for today. Now go write something awesome. This is the end of the show. I hope you liked it. This is the end of the show. I hope you found it somewhat helpful. And if you have any questions, or you'd just like to connect, I'm on Instagram, at Last Page Editorial. Have a great day.